Hello, 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 everybody. My name is Jackson Black. Welcome to another exciting and uh, thrilling, chilling, maybe, I don't know, uh, episode of the Jackson Black Show. I want to say thank you to all of my uh, subscribers, like everybody that does everything on Pandora, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everything. Well, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, here is your, here's your guest tonight, Jason Genesis, Rebel... You better revel, revel in his greatness, okay, ladies and gentlemen. That's correct. How, how are you guys? How are you guys doing tonight? Good, man. Good to see you. Thanks for having us on. You know, this is actually my first podcast. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. But I've always wanted to do one, and no one just ever asked me. So, but so you're the first one. Congratulations. I feel honored. I feel honored. You should be for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's just uh, let's just jump right into the the whole thing. What made you uh what made you fall in love with this business? Man, just like most of us, growing up watching it as a kid, it it was captivating. It was like real life superheroes, you know. I grew up in the nineties, so I was born in nineteen ninety-one. And uh so like I started watching right when like the NWO took off. So I like I didn't see Hogan turn, but like when I entered the world of wrestling, it was just a reign of terror by the NWO. And it was still like so it just, because of that. Um, and then like when Sting came, that was it. Like that, I was, I did see like the big first return, but it's Sting and all that. And that was like, I was in at that point. So I followed that feud and stuff. Starcade 97 was my first pay-per-view and just been hooked. Uh, I was, I mean, to be honestly, I hooked through most of my childhood and up to like middle school and stuff like that. But like, like a lot of people fell off and then, uh, hopped back on the wagon lately. And people don't understand what they missed during that time. There was like some good stuff going Absolutely, on. Absolutely, yeah. And I have gone back, and I'm like, I'm well versed in everything that's happened. Like, um, I probably fell off around 2005 for a decade or so. Dude, but I didn't go back and see me all that too. Stuff, so. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you get into high school, and then you know, you got to pick what you're going to get into. There's only so much time for so many things. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. And then, oh. for being honest, it went through a less cool period. You know, after the Attitude Era, and then when the, uh, what was the next one? Ruthless, ruthless Aggression. Well, after that one, then that's when things kind of started tapering off for a lot of people, I think. Yeah. I I loved, like, 2015 was, like, fun. Like, I went back and watched. That was a, that was a fun time. Because it was just wild. Before I started watching again. So I guess I missed that. That was, like, the whole, like, uh helmsley regime with like when they were like they kept going around it's best for business it's best for business like, yeah. <laughs> can't go and corporate kane was always just that that's my favorite version of kane besides like him as a dentist oh god <laughs> see I, I don't know about the corporate kane i mean i definitely probably the early stuff when he was like jason ripoff basically straight from hell but that's that again has to do with like nostalgia is like a very powerful drug oh it is and I'm 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 following it right now. I don't know when it happened, but I became that guy. Like every I remember when I first got in. I don't know if it happened to you, but right when I like when I first got in, I was like still watching everything recent. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like now it's like a year and a half or whatever it is in, and I'm just like uh, I'm like I don't know if I'm cynical or whatever it is, but I'm watching 97, 98 WCW right now. Yeah, I say I, I go back and I watch a lot of those pay per views like fall asleep and stuff. I guess it's nostalgia <laughs> gives me peace, but uh, there's a lot of good stuff though. So I like, always fall asleep watching that good stuff, like Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, Alan Havoc, and stuff like that. 
the class. That is, that's, that's my that's my in my heart match. I do too many things from that match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so if you had to pick like a match that maybe, but what? Okay, okay. Here, here we go. What was? What do you think the match was that kind of got you back into being like, oh, oh, okay, I like this. Uh, see, when I came back was probably, I'm bad at recalling your fights, 2016, 2017, uh, and I remember some of the stuff that was stuck out the most was like uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano when they started having like the their long blood feud and all that, like all that stuff was just like so impressive because they brought back a lot of athleticism that really a lot of stuff that I hadn't seen before and I'd never seen like the strong style stuff and so that was really it and I was just watching a lot of that, it's like I that's when I kind of was like, I wonder, like, I really do this. I've always been kind of, kind of an athletic guy. I played football and stuff like that, and uh, you know, kind of, you miss some contact sooner or later, and so that's really what kind of what you're like. Could I do this? Can I handle it? So it's kind of like a, a challenge for me. And then fell in love with it once I got into it. You know, you always got to have like a challenge, something to strive for. I totally agree. Uh, every answer you've given so far has been like an answer I would give, and it's. <laughs> It's because it's kind of, you just you you hit on Starcade '97 and then Eddie and and uh, and Ray at at the Halloween Havoc. I was I literally have been. That's just crazy. I was just talking about these like yesterday. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was classic stuff. They, and I, it's a lot. It's a lot to do with our age and like where it hits us. Because you're you're the same age as me, right? Right. I'm I'm older. Oh, you are you? Well, you yeah. Look, you look good. <laughs> I I try. I'm gonna be like the boogeyman, and I'm gonna trick people, and I'm gonna tell them I'm like a certain age, and I'll also be like 15, 10, 10, 12 years older. <laughs> Did yeah, you know that story? Like heart and be like one that never ages. Right? Have you heard that story of the boogeyman? Huh? It's a wild. So he he went for his tryout. He told him he was ten years younger. I think he told him he was like thirty eight. Uh. So they found out. Like I think it was like. It was like Patterson or somebody found out, and they were just like irate. Told him to go home. Well, Vince like saw his stuff like on like I guess they filmed it. He wasn't there, and he goes, "Where's that guy at?" And they're like, "We sent him home because he lied about his age." And Vince's like, "Get him back here!" Oh wow, huh? So That's he was like, him. "Yeah," and I and I get it too. That's like I mean, in, entering the business pretty late. I've only been in for three and a half, going on four years, and like I got in at twenty nine or twenty eight or twenty nine, and. So like I feel that like you feel like a ceiling is capped on you just because of that the way it is now. I, I that is that I guess for maybe like a WWE output, but I feel like if you generate the buzz and you have the name like and you can get the name going, there's literally no it. If the body holds up, you know, there's no right, like end. Is, yeah, there's no end unless you want there to be one because it may not be WWE, but it could be like an MLW. Or, uh, heck, I think it could be an ROH or something like that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, there's, like, I'm not saying that I don't have any further up that I could go by any means at all. <laughs> like, but, uh, just, you know what I'm saying? That's just because, like, at, you're saying exactly right. The WWE standard now, like, you gotta be that fresh out of college or the high school, like, early 20s or they're hardly looking at you, which supposedly they changed that, but, you know, with all the, the changes that went back to the way they were that haven't been publicized, they probably went back to that as well. Yeah, uh, you just have to become like uh, I don't know who said it. you just got to be undeniable. Like, if you yeah. are if you are the draw, it doesn't. I don't think it'll matter at any point. Like, <laughs> because they're like, okay, that's 
That's money. Yeah, I mean, you're right, because if you don't put a ceiling on yourself, you're absolutely right. Because there's action Mike Jacksons and, and crazy things out there, so you just like... Yeah, I mean, like, DDP is the one everybody goes to. I mean, oh, just... I, I remember him coming out, I think it was like AEW, uh, it was like early days, and he's like diamond cutter and people. It was wild. Yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't watching AEW as much then. They were, they were doing a little too much. I couldn't follow it. <laughs> they still are doing a little bit too much. I know. And, yeah, and I, 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 I watch. I try to keep up with the pay per views that I can and stuff. But other than that, like I kind of I keep up with stuff to the podcast, but I don't watch it on the regular all the time. I feel that it's so hard. There's just so much, so much material out that there. For sure. Okay, so this is one. Uh, no, I'm not gonna place. It. I'm gonna place this one later. No, I guess right now. Okay, so let's go. Let's go that first, that very first match. Do you remember how you felt like maybe that day? And then let's go right before the curtain. And then however it went, how did you feel coming back from the, from that? Okay. Uh, I can re remember very vividly. So, like, I was I broke into the tag team. Um, um, pre my partner at the time, they were Travis Wolf, And uh, you know, we had, like, a, a choreographed entrance of sorts and, like, that was the main thing I was worried about. Like, do not trip on that. Because like a jump over at the top, jump over the top rope at the same time. Wasn't it really fancy, but just like first time doing anything like athletic like that in front of people, was like that was the the main thing that I was worried about. Running through my head a lot. What was the next part of the question? The uh, right before uh, the curtain. Yes. Yeah, so how did you feel right before? Right before the curtain. Uh, probably just nervous. Um, we didn't uh, didn't have a whole lot called. I wasn't much to remember. So it, that wasn't the the way I was brought in. It was, just, it was more work on the fly and things like that. So we just had um, a few high spots. I was really fortunate to be working with a tag team called The Stray uh, with Corey Daniels and Cody Dean. So they, neither one of them are working right now, but some of the people watching find out who they are. And uh, they, were, they were really good to be working with early on. Like they, they taught us a lot, and they gave us just enough to like re remember and keep up with, but not too much that was overwhelming. And so, you know. So, yeah. yeah. Overall, my first match was a good experience. I'm like, I look back at it now, I'm like, oh my god. But <laughs> still, like, it was a positive experience for sure. Didn't come back getting yelled at or anything like that. <laughs> See, that's it's always a plus. Yeah, it's definitely a plus. Okay, so since you mentioned the tag team, the tag team wrestling, so you were you were, you've been in a you've been in tag team you you were a tag team wrestler and now you're you're making like you're not even making you're just like you're beating people up and. That's what you do right now. You're you're champion. You're like you're yeah, you're the guy. Fun. You're being the guy. So, what was that transition like from going from a tag team wrestler to being like solo top guy? Type um, thing? So I always wanted to be singles when I started. Uh, the way I broke in, it just made perfect sense to start as a tag team, and it is good. It is a good way to learn, and it helps you, you know, keep a little bit of pre the pressure off of you, and you get more time to think and and kind of prepare yourself and you can learn a lot from watching from the apron as well so i was i was fortunate to, to have that and that tag team actually didn't last that long but i've been in, i was in several i was pretty much a tag team wrestler for the first year and a half of my career um with just like a small single spurt in there what's the next part of the question it's hard it's a really long question i know my bad dude uh <laughs> what was like what was the transition to moving from transition a tag team to a like like, so I, I always wanted to be a single, so it was very welcome. I mean, it was all my idea. Like, one of the things that, like, 
it's just had to get everything together like for putting gear together and getting you know which i didn't do a very good job in merchandise it's something i'm working on now actually uh but the transition was great because like i had everything planned out i knew i was bringing my goddess in he's been very quiet but i mean questions are directed to me so i, I get it but uh, she'll she'll step in when she's ready uh, but like we had all that stuff planned out and like with the, the new gear, she got me like my jacket, which I love. And then like we had that set up for the first time. And uh, it was, uh, it was a real smooth transition too. I feel like I, I, my early matches went well, like in transition to what I'm doing now is uh, it's, it's a lot more fun for sure. And the cra crazy thing is, is I met you when you had all like the tie dye stuff on. Uh, with your, I, I met you guys. It was uh, it was my graduation. It was USA Championship Wrestling. Yeah, dark uh, or USA oh, Wrestling, whatever it was called. <laughs> and I uh, and I look over at you guys and I was like, "Hey, I like your colors." That's the only thing I remember saying. But like, and then I, and then pop up and I'm like, "Oh, dude, I, that's tight." I because the transition that you've been through is. Like you're in really phenomenal shape right now, brother. I appreciate so. it. Yeah, I was I was a little bigger then, so that was that was actually part of making the change. Like I wanted to have a better body by the time I got there. So like I had a lot of time to prepare for it. And I, I did cut, like so I was by the end of the tag team run, I was like on a bulk and eat, working out a certain way and eating like that. And then I did start cutting. Like I really wanted the abs to pop in by the time I got to uh got to the, the change. And uh, so, it, like, all that was great. Thanks. Appreciate the compliment, by the way. <laughs> okay, so now we'll switch this one since you mentioned her. Uh, so, so what, how did did you ever envision being in the wrestling business at any point? Not at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, for sure not. I didn't grow up watch wrestling, watching wrestling. No, she's a she. She became a fan as an adult. Like I kind of when I got back into it as an adult, like I just kind of made her watch it. Yeah. So, do you think it's? I I mean, I guess it's because it's very exciting. You just get to. I mean, if you go from like, okay, I'm just sitting on the couch, and then now it's a Saturday night, and you're choking some poor sap on a top rope. It's just a. It's it's a pretty it's a pretty crazy, crazy thing there. Yeah. Yeah, she uh, she has a really good mind for the business because like once I once I started breaking into it and like I mean she's my best friend so I'm talking to her all the time and she really picks up on it so like the way she critiques things as well like she has a, she has a good mind for it like I wouldn't have wanted this wanted her with me if I didn't think she could handle it but she does a really great job I'm proud of her for it because yeah. hmm. <laughs> there are very bad. Uh, people like i'm not i'm not gonna say any names no but i've seen i've seen some uh man or woman it doesn't matter manager valet like what however it goes uh there's like certain points where there's cues and there's like spots and there's things i don't want to give anything really away but if i'm going over here to the ref and we're talking and you're just right there punch that guy in the oh face. yeah I'll absolutely <laughs> I'm just catching a breather, but you know, she just, she sees the opportunity. I do, I've seen guys just be like talking to somebody over here and they're like, Oh, and then it's, it's gone before it even started. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that, it, that happens a lot, but it's, it, it is dependent on the managers. They gotta be like, they gotta be with it. They gotta be ready to respond. 
Yeah, I someone tried to someone tried to put me with a manager. And I was like, no, no, no. I was like, I don't need a manager. They're like, he's gonna talk for you, and I was like, talk for me? I don't need that. I don't need that either. No. Like, <laughs> no, you don't want to be handicapped. No, for sure. No, like this this works. I was looking for a weapon, so you know I've learned a way to to hone it as much as I can. I have seen it on multiple occasions. It works with yeah. pivotal. It works really well. Yeah, I, I, I like it. Off at least uh, twice as a double champion right now. So, at least twice, you know, maybe not all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so who uh, who were the kind of guys that maybe you styled your in ring work towards? Because I know uh, I heard a line. It was uh, if you're if you're borrowing from one person, it's stealing. But if you're borrowing from multiple people, it's it's not stealing anymore. Yeah, it's inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that saying is true in music as well. <laughs> but um, so, I mean, there's a lot of people. If I'm going to be honest, uh, what I've modeled my single style after a lot, um, I was preparing for a match with uh, Davey Richards for a long time. And I love just the ruthlessness of so much of his offense and stuff like that. So I'm like a really big fan of his. And it kind of, it was my first like, big match with like a big name. So like a lot of those things kind of really imprinted on me. So I'm not gonna lie, I've taken a lot of that stuff. So, but it would, I changed it to like match my gimmick a little bit more and uh, things like that. that. That was one right there. Um, who else, who do you think? Who do you think I wrestle like? Mm -hmm. oh, uh, I'll tell you mine. Okay. Uh, Osprey-ish. You do some Osprey-ish thing. I, I don't really watch New Japan. So well, that's you guys are by happenstance. It's it's not a, it's not a bad comparison, my guy. <laughs> I, I hear great things. Yeah, like I said, there's just so much to keep up with, and that's just not one that I can squeeze in. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah I, it's like the way you do it. You're because uh, I watch I watch the matches, so it's it it reminds me of that, and uh, oh, it's like those guys. Those like. I'm not. I'm not gonna blow any more smoke. So uh, that's okay. it. That's all I, you're getting. I mean, I all in comparison, a lot, a whole. That's lot. just because you guys like look so like I each think other. It's like profiling like white guys with long hair and beards, like. This. <laughs> but no, I, um. Who else? Do I, got? I I don't know. I I think I've just studied so much that I would like to think it's a blend. Like I mean, obviously I've I've shamelessly stolen a lot of things, and then or just make it like a a, a, a I can't talk. A slight tweak on it, like the buckshot lariat, but instead throw like a back elbow. Yeah, it's close on things like that. Um, so just you know, mix and match and blend. Like I don't know. I guess up to who's ever watching to say who Jason Genesis wrestles like. Yeah, dude, I, I get the I get the Rollins just because of the the attitude, the 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 what you bring into the ring. I could see yeah. I could see Rollins there, and that's not even profiling at all. Like, <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't take it as I don't take it as a uh, as an insult at all. Either. No. I think mean, clearly he's one of the greatest out there right now. He's just won the championship lately, and so I mean, that's that's a, that's a strong comparison to have. I just I get it all the time from fans and stuff like that because of it, like so like I, I don't say that wrong, but I mean he is a great wrestler for sure. He's one of my favorites, so I'm sure the influences are there. Even my finish is very similar to his. So okay, so so we we're talking about music. And I know we were talking about music a, a little bit, like, uh, sad. my my week is just, my week's just blended. It's one like, of these, one only of like two days ago. It was like two days right. ago. It was like I'm 
I'm an idiot. So where do you find your, do you, because I know you got to find inspiration from things. Do you ever find inspiration from music that you kind of translate into wrestling or from wrestling into music? Um, well, so the one thing is a lot of people don't know that um, before I was in wrestling, my big, like passion in life was music. So I was a musician and she is too. She was a singer. We were in band for like, we were in band for three or four years like that and did a whole lot of, with that and had a great time doing that. So that's the transition I made was from music to wrestling. So our, the music that we come out to now is actually written and performed by us and she sings it and all that. So there's one big thing right there. Um, yeah, but, uh, in addition, as far as wrestling work uh, would be, sometimes in promos, you can find some great inspiration from lyrics in promos oh yeah oh yeah I, I could see that totally totally so um where was i gonna go who's who do you think has been your ah let's go with your toughest opponent in the in in this business so far toughest hmm okay so i mean i've had some great feuds along the way so we can go you know Reverse chronologically. I mean, everyone probably expects an admission. Perky will for sure. We've definitely had a lot <laughs> of battles. He will not leave me alone. He follows me everywhere we go. We got to have a big match and usually turns out in my favor most of the time. Um, so there's, there's one that sticks out for sure. Uh, Marco Harris, um, he's just now recently become a problem for me at EPW again, but uh, he also given me some great matches uh, in, the, in the past, but I guess about a year ago now. Um, who was Trace Hunt, of course, all of the, one of the top guys at EPW for many, many years, currently out of action. Um, I'm, but should, I don't, I don't know. What else we got? Uh, who do you think? Who's some of my greatest rivals? I know a few. Oh, and then if I go further back in my career, def, uh, Honcho Hensley, I got to give a big shout out to Honcho. He doesn't run uh, on this side of of like Tennessee and Mississippi and things like that very often. But uh, he, we had many, many matches. We were working for Burt Prentice at the time and uh, just had a lot of big matches with uh, all, any stipulation you can name it. They just kept ramming up together. And let's see, I'm sure, I'm sure there's more. I feel bad for anybody I'm leaving out. <laughs> I had a lot of tag team feuds as well, you know, like the LA Hustlers. When I was with Perky, we had a lot of battles with them. Um, I, I guess that's all I can name of right now, but I'm sure that I'm going to offend somebody. But hopefully not. If I'm missing you, you know you did what we did. So would you, I, I, I know you guys just like dissolved this tag team, but like when I think of you and uh, uh, Perky, I think of you guys as like, just like, you just go around to everywhere. You're like a Sammy and Kevin. You're like, <laughs> you're like, okay, we're friends, and then I'm going to just be. Yeah, well, you know, that's the way things go sometimes. It, it does seem that way. I think he just likes to follow me everywhere and keep being a thorn in my side. But at the end of the day, it's got, it's, that's good. It's got to be, it's, it'll be cool down later. You'll be like, oh, man, we really did. We just went everywhere and just yeah. beat the crap out of each other. And that was, was yeah. a great time. Like, those are the, those are those stories that you. There's like there's always that one guy that follows you. There's always that one person. Yeah, I have I have like two of them, and they just end up following me wherever I go. Right. And we always fight. I I love it. It's just 
It, but it is crazy because you just find that. Yeah, and there's, I know what you mean. There's only so many of us, and it, which is which is crazy because you just like you end up seeing each other in weird spots, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, I didn't even know you're. How you doing, buddy? I haven't seen you in like two years. Yeah, and, and you definitely get those bonds that last a long time, and it's like you you might work a couple shows with somebody and get pretty close with someone, and then they disappear, and then you come back and you see them months later, maybe even years later, and it's like, hey, buddy, how you doing? Like never missed a missed a beat. It it is. It's such a it's such a crazy business like that. Yeah, yeah, and that's one of the things that makes it great. There's so many love you brothers that I hear on like a constant oh, no. like. <laughs> I'm guilty of it too. I do the same damn thing. Yeah. But like, it's crazy because like, I've talked to a couple of these guys and I've I've met them. Like we've like hung out and they're like around their wife and or girlfriend and they're like, all right, bye. And then (laughs) then you leave and they're like, love you, brother. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I've noticed it. It's a crazy. It's a crazy world out there. Okay, so we go into the fun stuff now. Uh, We're going to some fun stuff. Okay, so I have been, you know, I've traveled on the road a couple times. I, eh, I've done my fair share of, of long drives, and like, there's always weird stuff sometimes that happens. Funny, uh, sad, whatever it may be. But what what, what was a couple of good road stories that that have happened to you? Ooh, there's so road many. stories. Um. One I can think of would be uh, we used to run in Dixon a lot, and we went to the same Waffle House like all the time. We had the same waitress every time. We got like we just we had a lot of good times with that. Cause, like crazy stuff in Waffle House would be going on, but she would always take, take good care of us and stuff like that. That's one that sticks out for sure. And one time when she wasn't there, and we went back, and we never went back to that Waffle House. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with this place. Yeah, <laughs> I was who can blame her? Yeah, I feel that. So, traveling and wrestling, do you find it hard? I guess not, because you guys are, like, always, I guess you're mostly together, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, that was the biggest thing. Like, we, we always did music together before, and then she was pretty much at all the shows before she was part of the show, and it just it just made sense. So, I mean, we, we do everything together. Like, we, we are the power couple that we show everyone that we are. Uh, you just—I was like thinking about the question as it was formulating in my head, and I was like, you know what? That doesn't—it doesn't work. It doesn't work for this situation. Right now, so that's, that's pretty cool. So yeah. what? So how do you? How, you're see, you'll look back on this too because you got to take this journey with someone else, like with with her. Like a lot of people don't get that. It's a—it's sometimes it's a sad road. It's like I—I've got I touched on it very slightly, but like it's like this business uh acting i think cooking and a couple other things have just like very high mortality rates because people just get so they get so sad and they get so depressed and they're on the road by themselves and they're doing 16 17 18 hours or whatever it is so dude that's awesome you got a good like support system and like that always helps yeah definitely yeah for sure i looked up that statistic and i was just like it's like it's brutal because you don't hear about it as much as as you would think but like all of that all that bad mojo is just like whatever there's like a high tension situation it's kind of like a that's up there in those those that fields it's terrible to hear though anyways i was just put i tried to put that out there because somebody told me to just keep mentioning it and i was like i will yeah <laughs> <I got it. laughs> so if you 
if you had the opportunity to get in the ring, go toe to toe, nose to nose with anybody all time in the history of of the world, who who would you get in the ring with? Gonna go with the one that was probably my just because he's my biggest idol as a kid, and that would be Goldberg. Just because I would want to see how well I could make that match really go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I even though as great as I am, it is Goldberg. So it would probably it's gonna go a certain way, and I just want to make sure that it goes that way in the best way possible. Which Goldberg would you want? Would you want like beginning Goldberg WCW no pyro or like peak of the streak Bill Goldberg? Probably peak of the streak for sure. I felt like I felt like that was when he was the smoothest. That's when I was the most excited for him for sure. Like every single week he comes out, who's taking the spear and the jackhammer tonight? (laughs) He was just decimating everybody. So dominant, and that's it was so captivating for me at the time. I want, I want, I want to know really if the record was as high as it was, or if they just were just like every couple of weeks they'd add like a three to it, maybe I'm, two I'm more. pretty sure it was inflated a little bit. I mean, who knows about the house shows? I mean, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of those back in those days, but I'm oh, sure yeah. it was inflated because <laughs> they were doing the same. Like there was a there's a guy in AEW. I don't know how it went, but he was getting built like like Goldberg. It was Wardlow, this yeah, guy yeah, Wardlow, yeah. and he was getting the same like, like when they were doing the Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he was yeah. he was getting that same treatment. And then I just saw recently, I was listening to Jim Cornette, Cornette on the way up to EPW, and he was just like, big corny fan. I didn't used to be, but okay. So here's a here's a really funny thing. Uh, I had never listened to like I had never listened to Jim Cornette really. Uh, I, I'd seen like his his work around the ring and all the things that he did he did, but I never really heard him like uncensored and raw. And mm-hmm. so I do this I do this show with dude uh, out here that wrestle talk show. I had no idea that the guy that ran that show was like Terry Landell, right? Ah, uh, okay. So Jim Cornette tells the story about about terry landell apparently he used to run like opposite him like he if if jim was like in a coliseum he'd be in a parking lot across the street (laughs) like yeah so he so apparently he pushed and pushed and kept doing this one time he got on top of their arena with a ladder somehow and like that was the only way to get up there and he started Mm -hmm. throwing flyers to his show off of Cornette's building and so so it gets it gets so good. So like right here, I think it was like Broadway in Knoxville. Uh Jim Cornette sees Terry Landell because he's wearing like this yellow suit. So he's like, I'm gonna go kill that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets out with his like wife or girlfriend or whatever it is, and Cor- and Terry Landell just goes running down the street in a big yellow, bright, bright yellow suit. Like he's so he's running down, and so they can't catch him. He's got security, so Cornette gets back in the car, and his wife gets back in the car, and Terry Landell runs by, and he maces his wife. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I what I had no idea. I, I haven't heard about this. <laughs> it's it's crazy story. 
But I just thought it was so weird that I'm like associated with the show where this guy, I would love to like, just say that once to like Jim Cornette be like, Hey, you remember Terry Landell? I actually run a stupid show that he used to do. Like, (laughs) Oh, then he'd hate you probably. Yep. He would. We were talking about, uh, what he what he would call somebody. So what do you th- what 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 do you think Jim Cornette would give you as your nickname? Because you know he always does like stupid dumb nicknames for everybody. Oh, I'm probably Jason uh, Genius. Yeah, probably something <laughs> like that. Especially if I did something that he thought was stupid. I know what mine would be. I it would it would be Jackson. Go back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> probably. Oh man, but yeah, Cornette is just uh, I I it's hard to some things are wild, but yeah, I look at he's like my wrestling grandpa, even though he doesn't know me. He's like there's a lot of wisdom there, and you know he's gonna you just gotta agree or disagree with him. Like you don't gotta hate him for right. So, uh, but there is definitely a lot of wisdom there, and I just enjoy listening to him talk. It makes me laugh. Uh, he he he's. He is very. He captures you, and you're just like, well, and 45 minutes are gone, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Like the podcasts are so long, but they like fly by. They're so interesting too. I I, I very much enjoy them. Yeah, very good stuff. Good so do you? He's. So who who uh, who do you think? No, no, no. That's not what I want to ask. That's dumb. My bad. So. What's your uh? What do you think your goal? What what do you where do you see yourself maybe in like five years or so? What's like the, where would you like to be? Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I do want to spread my wings a little bit. Been kind of swimming in the same waters for a long time. Um, I try to be a responsible champion, so I try to be at every event that I carry the belt for. So uh, as long as I'm doing that, I don't really plan on going elsewhere. But after that. I mean, I'm definitely going to spread my wings. I got some other places I want to go. I haven't worked for just, I haven't worked for New South yet. I haven't worked for CCW. Those are two that I definitely have my eyes on. Um, As far as like above that, I haven't really thought much past that. I love, I love, I love CCW. I'm I'm a weekend warrior. Like I know where I'm at and it's, you know, that's what's working for me. Okay. Okay. I I I'm in. No, I'm just, no, you just never know. My own roofs. Yeah, you just never know. You just never. You like you really never know yeah. what what'll happen. No, no, yeah. You know, and I mean, with opportunities that present themselves, with the ma- it's it's the match that sells it for me. Like if I can get the a match for with, just, I don't have anybody in mind. Just if it's a very compelling match, then that's what's going to get me to want to try to get to it. A different place or further out. I feel that there's there's some guys that I want to uh, lock up with. There's one that uh, I feel like I'm gonna pull the trigger, and I I'm, I might as well. I don't know. Maybe I yeah. I'll give it away. I'll give it away. Okay. So I heard that it is possible, maybe slightly possible, to uh, wrestle David Arquette. Really? So, <laughs> I didn't know if he was still working or not. Uh, I he heard that he stuff for a while. He was. It was crazy because what a redemption story that was. That was that was great. 
yeah, I'm glad yeah. he got to got to redeem himself. So, what do you think the 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 most grueling part of this business is besides the bumps and the and all of that? Definitely travel, travel for sure, uh, and also having to do whatever you whatever happens to you on the weekend, you got to live with through the week, kind of thing, and that that is also difficult. But other than that, the travel. Hey, yeah. I did the fans. <laughs> my my, I remember when I was a kid. Uh, they would ask like, "Oh, what would you like your superpower to be?" And I'd be like, "Oh, I'd love to fly." Yeah. But now, I think I just want to be able to teleport somewhere. Like just. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be I, for sure. Just, <laughs> just, just be that. Where'd you wrestle? I wrestled in like six countries today. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> you get all your reps in that way. Save your oh call. man, oh yeah, that'd be great. So who the, who who would you? I do this sometimes. Eh, everybody steals it now, so it kind of feels like corny to do it, but we'll do it anyway, just right. so people get more of a look inside of the mind of of Mr. Jason Genesis here. Uh, who's your who's your Mount Rushmore dudes? Like who's your guys? Okay, so it, it really it depends on the category of what I'm looking at them because especially now that I'm in the business, I watch it with a different eye. So if if I'm looking at it from like the ones that I grew up loving the most and which have like the most really got me to feel the most would be probably like Sting and Goldberg and Diamond Dallas Page and one of those cruiserweights like even even Benoit or or Guerrero back in the day, you know, like those are the ones that kind of got me to feel the most that I put up there. Let's say, let's say, let's say Guerrero for the sake of it. So those would be my top four for that. Um, as far as top four, like in-ring workers, that's a whole other question there. So um, I, I got to go with David Richards, huge fan. And it, just the, his intensity and the, the way, what he does between the ropes is just a very, have a, High respect for it. We also got Dan, uh, Ryan Danielson. I'm say Daniel Bryan, uh, for sure. Between the ropes, um, who else? Four. That's a lot on the spot. Now I'm pulling out eight people. You did. You 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 did it to yourself. I know. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I, didn't mean to. I should have asked the question better. <laughs> All right. I'm just. I'm just go with those. Okay. Just, I'm just digging too hard. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You uh. So that you were probably my first guest, and from the way you answered that question, you were a WCW guy. It sounds for like sure. for sure. Growing up, absolutely, yeah. I, I was not allowed to watch the WWF at the time. <laughs> yeah, because it was like brawn panty on a pole matches yeah. or mud matches or whatever it was. It was, all, it was a lot of that, and they let a lot more of the swear words go. I, I grew up in a pretty strict household. And so WCW was the one that was permitted. And they did stuff that they're like trying to change the channel. They watch it with me. So they would change the channel during their certain things, but they let me go up and watch that. Overall family enjoyed it. Scott Steiner. <laughs> Scott Steiner. Yeah. <laughs> there at the end, especially. Oh, Scott was wild. Oh yeah. man. I I remember this one time that they just like they gave him a microphone, he said two words, and it just bleeped. I feel like it bleeped for two minutes straight. They just let it keep going and going. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was, he still is. He's, he's a wild man. 
I've heard the most insane things come out of his mouth. I, re I remember one he just had purple on. And the first time you ever saw him in purple, he looked like the Godfather. And he's like, I'm the, I'm the purple prince or some weird crap that Scott Steiner would say. And then he never, ever wore purple again. <laughs> <laughs> just trying it out. They didn't get over it. it up. Oh, he's, he was a wild one. His, <laughs> For sure. He got his... Uh, I tell this story like a couple of times, but I remember when he showed up with the head, the, the, the whole chainmail gimmick that pretty much personified Scott Steiner from now to from then. Apparently he was in an airport and he saw it in, on like a mannequin and he just bought it at the airport. And then he wore it for 20 years. Where the hell? What airport had chainmail headpieces though? That's like know. my thing. <laughs> Oh man! So, so you've been in the business for a minute now. Uh, what? So you said Davy Richards. Uh, what do you think that was that that solidifying match where you're like, man, I'm doing I'm doing I'm doing pretty good right now. What, what when do you what was that match that made that click? Um, honestly, it was a match in which I absolutely hated it. And at the end of the match, I was laying down, looking up at the lights, and was very pissed off at what had happened. And then uh, when I got to the back, I talked to who I would call the agent about what happened, and made all my complaints about what was going on. And he just like, yep, you're absolutely right. This should happen. This should happen. He told me that the people that I was in there with basically made it awful. And I, I was, and I basically I got shut down every time I was trying to do anything that was trying to head, take it a certain way. And, but because I got validation, uh, validation from like the Asian man, that that, that was when I kind of knew, I was like, okay, I can, I can kind of start being a little bit more assertive and, and get my ideas out there a little bit more. I'm, I, it's clicking, I know what I'm doing now. Yeah, so, it, takes, it, takes, it takes a while to just like. Yeah, learn, I learned a lot in defeat that night. It, it happens and the golden rule is you're really only as good as the person you're in there with. Like you can only it takes two, take two to tango, and and you gotta you gotta dance it the right dance. That's correct. That's very correct. So we've done we've done road stories. We've done we've done all that good jazz. Here's okay. Oh, we're at forty two minutes. Okay, sheesh. Okay, so I'm gonna hit you with uh. Let's do social media so people can follow you and get all that good stuff. If I'm being honest, social media is the greatest weakness in my professional wrestling game. I we don't care if you're a fan of me, <laughs> if you think I suck, that's my greatest weakness. I, I don't do it a whole lot. Uh, so I'm working on that. Um, mostly just Facebook. That's where I do all my posters and flyers and stuff like that. I, I have dead accounts everywhere else. <laughs> but I am res resolving, like, even this being my first podcast, I'm going to try to try to pick that up here in the near future. I got, I got a plan. I got some new merchandise coming and stuff like that. I got a bunch of bunch of dudes to that ask different questions than I ask, and I got a I got a bunch of them that I'm friends with, and I'll just uh, shoot you to them, and then they'll get in contact with you, and then see how that goes. Okay, yeah. I appreciate it, man. Oh, for sure, dude. I I I've only ever tried to be in this. Like, yes, it's a it's a it's a you business, but it's also kind of like a a team business because yeah. one thing can't. It's like it, it kind of just builds. Everybody yeah, together. 
and yeah and a lot of people have like the feast or famine mindset and that's not what it is no because i've always tried to help i always man i that's like my motto i was like if i can get there and i can get you there too then fuck like i'll try my best until you burn the bridge or you know what i until that happens because there's a lot of terrible people <laughs> a lot of a lot of shady people and shysters in in every business, but it it is it comes with life. But this one, business. yeah, yes, yes. Okay, so here's the big the boom 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 boom. So uh, we're at the we're at the end of the day, the end of the career. The boots are in the ring. How do you how do you want your what do you want your legacy? How do you want to be remembered? Um. Well, one thing that I could actually see happening is being the man who trained Marco Harris because I'm super proud of him. Uh, I haven't trained many people, but he's one of two. And he's uh, just, I mean, you know, he's amazing, incredible, and he's so young. He's, not, he's 19 years old. So, like, if he can make it and really make a name for himself, like, that would be one for me because we all see it. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and uh, there's one there. But in, that being said, I... A lot of people say I'm not qualified to train. That's probably true at this point, whatever. But someday I do want to be a trainer. Like I, I get a lot of satisfaction out of training. And uh, I, just being someone that gives back like that helps other people learn. They, I think I have, I have a knack for it and uh, enjoy it. So that would be something I would like to be remembered as one of these days. And one of these days. I always tell people, I was like, man, I'm going to make a damn good agent. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just... Uh, you could you can just look at people and be like, okay, this 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 would probably add to your whatever whatever it may be whatever that thing is. I always see those in people, and I'm like, man, I never like look at myself like that. I could probably make myself so much better if I gave myself the same like cool things that I tell other people. All right. <laughs> well, see, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. See, and that's to me that's when using like your opponent is. Your, your creativity comes off of what they do and what they can do. So that's why it's always good to mix it up with different people and stuff like that. That's, that's kind of the way that I approach my matches. That's why I always, I always like to try to research and see what they're going to do and see what they can do that I can mesh with what I do. Oh yeah. Cause it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great dance. And it's super, I, I love, I, man, I love this. I love this fucking business. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I think that's, I think that's all I got for you, brother. Thank you for uh, thank you for coming on. I'm gonna do my little outro, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to the Jackson Black Show with my guest tonight, uh, Jason Genesis. Just, I mean, great, great all around dude. Uh, thank you, Jason, for coming on, brother. Thank you, brother. It was a pleasure. First podcast in the books. Hey, I was number one, guys. So uh, now all of you can interview him and get better stuff than I did. So whatever. <laughs> No, man, it was good. It was fun. All right, thank you, brother. Let me do the, do the outro here.